0: Over time you know like I was building a relationship but no it was one particular time man when I was like a dark moment man I was on um, in the shower and I called the Holy Ghost in the shower man really Yo, I got I'm talking about that point I was very low very low man I'm talking about low man I was my self-esteem everything low man Holy Spirit came upon me man and, and he told me my purpose
1: so it's a great day to change lives welcome back to another episode of the instincts podcast i'm brian bean i got my man tj in the building right. representing today on the prowl, what that means is he's a special guest. And when I tell you today's topic is one, you want to lean forward. You want to pay close attention because this situation is going to help. His situation is going to help a lot of people all over the country, no matter what age. And you will know by the first question that I ask him, which we always ask. This show is about turning tribulations into celebrations and celebrating the fact that you've overcome. What is arguably the toughest thing in life you've had to overcome, and more importantly, how'd you overcome it?
0: So, uh, I would have to say, um, like when I was battling suicide, suicidal thoughts, man. I, I was actually in my car. I had, I, had, I had the gun loaded and everything. Really? Yeah, yeah, I was sitting in the car, man. I was just ready to, like, I, like I, I had just had enough. I was just like, man, I was ready to take myself out, man.
1: Now, it's, 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 it's- crazy that you say that because to see you sitting here today and to see all the things you've accomplished and to know that at one point you were of that mindset, this is what suicide looks like. In other words, sometimes we don't look how we feel. Is that safe to say? So my question is, how did you overcome that thought? There are a lot of people out there who've had suicidal thoughts or maybe having suicidal thoughts or will have suicidal thoughts. Let's jump into a quick solution. As to what made you come up out of that mindset, you got the gun loaded, ready to go.
0: Gun ready, laying right here, ready to go. All right, beside me, man. And what made you change your mind? Uh, my uh, oldest son, mom called me, man, and like she, and she like very spiritual. So it like 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 that specific time, like I could I could hear and feel like the voice of God talking through her, and man, uh, it, it changed uh, my my whole narrative. Like,
1: she called you in that moment? She called me. In that moment? Yes. While you were thinking about it? Yeah. Did you tell her what you were about to do? Yeah. What did she say?
0: Man, she, she just started encouraging me, man, and, and, and talking, me, talking me out of it. Man, I was crying and everything, man. Wow. She, she called me. I, I always had the, like, the utmost respect for her.
1: Right. Well, the, and, and the moral of that story is, for everybody listening, your words have power. Here was a man, young man. How long ago was that? How, how old were you, roughly? That
0: was, I want say that was about five, that was about five years
1: ago. About five years ago. So here's a young man has everything to gain. He thinks he has nothing to lose. The young lady calls him, basically gives you some words of encouragement, some prayer, and you sitting here today. I couldn't be happier. What about you? Man, nah, for real, man. We're going to talk about what got you to that mindset. We're going to talk about what got you to that point. What you doing now? Let everybody know now. Let's fast forward to the end of the story. What are you doing now as far as the investment game, as far as, I know you have acres and acres of land. Your story actually is one of the ones that inspired me, believe it or not, to look at acres. Yeah, man, you and your family and just how you guys grew up. So you never know who you're touching. That's what you gotta understand. You never know who you're touching. So for you to have acres of land and an and a, and a, uh, asset building mindset, you inspired me to say, "Hey, wait a minute now, TJ can't be the only one around." Here. <laughs> Let me get out the subdivision. And here we sit, man. So, talk to the people real quick. When? No. Let's talk about what you're doing. So, let's talk about what you're doing now, right? What are you doing right now as you sit here that keeps you happy, keeps you excited, keeps you sustaining life, and so glad that you didn't do what you wanted to do?
0: Man, uh, being around amazing people, man. And I gotta take my hat off to you, man, because you you came and changed my life, man. When I met you, man, like like you made me like look at myself and like level up, like showing me like I can have build well, you know what I mean? I can, I can I can walk around with my head up high and, and like and like carry myself like a, in like a, a whole different way, man. Like you changed my demeanor, like like how I approach life, man. Wow. Cause like I, ain't, like, wow. I ain't, like ever met somebody like you, man. Like you humble got everything going for you, man, like, like, you willing to help anybody, man, heart gold, so, with that, man, like, I just, uh, this part of my life, like, I just want to be around that, period, like, like, I just want to be around that vibe, build well, you know, let's, let's do business, you know, like, <laughs> podcast, everything, everything, man, you know what I'm saying, just like, like, your whole aura, like, being around you, man, like, it just, like, feel me. Like, if I could be around you every day, man. Like, for real, man. No homo, no homo. man. But no, like, seriously, like, this man. This guy changed my life, man.
1: For real. No, I appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate it. I really do. And that just goes to show you that we can inspire each other, and you never know who's watching. So while I'm sitting up here just being myself, and and taking you into my wing as a protege. I'm saving your life mentally. You inspired me with the land you've had your family forever passed down to you. And I'm listening to different things you want to do. So I want everybody to understand a great relationship is reciprocal. But let's talk about why did you get to that point? How did it get so dark when you felt like life wasn't living anymore? Uh,
0: I never adjusted coming back from the military. Mm. I, I, like, I never adjusted back to society like the way it is from being in the military, you know, military got structure, do this, you know, everything is like to the T. Mm. And, when I, and like, when I came back home, man, like, like, I never adjusted. It's like, everybody like saying, oh man, you did all this good stuff, you know, serve the country, you're a great father. I'm like, nah, I'm like, man, really, I don't know how to be a father. Mm. Because like my whole time in the military, I only saw my kid like maybe two or three times a month. And, that, and uh, that's like on the weekend. So, like, I didn't really know how to be a father. I mean, I could go out like, buy him stuff, you know, but, that ain't, you know what I mean? They ain't really been a father taking care of responsibility. Right. Like, I ain't had that connection with him like that. You know what I'm saying?
1: There's so many, TJ, there's so many veterans in your shoes, man. This is this is an important topic. This is a very important topic. There's so many veterans in your shoes who feel like when they come back to society, they don't fit in. What do you mean? Like, what what did the military do that made you feel like when you came back? It was awkward for you. Help, help somebody understand who has not been in the military. How do you not adjust? What do you, help me understand.
0: Cause it's like, like been in the military, you wake up, put your uniform on, go to work, and get off, wake back up, do the same thing. And then it's like, when I got back home, I'm like, I ain't in uniform no more. I don't go to work. Everybody else getting up every morning, going to work. I got like, you. You know what I mean? Like, like they got a routine. Like, you know what I mean? It like,
1: took you a minute to reestablish what you wanted to do as a civilian. Right.
0: I was lost. Like, I didn't know. Like, outside the military, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Because, like, before I joined, like, I wasn't doing anything, mm. like, with, like, with my life. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I didn't know A to B. Like, and then it's like, I joined the military. I'm used to this life now. Makes sense. And now it's like, I get out. I, you know, like, no job or nothing. Like, I go home, come back home, and... I'm just sitting there all day, just like contemplating life, like, so, like, like, just sitting there. It's like, man, I see a whole, like a whole, bunch of people doing a whole bunch of different things. I'm like, dang, I ain't doing that with my life. Like, hmm. I feel like, like, I felt like I ain't mean that to nobody, you know what I mean? And it's like, I was lonely. But like, I would just sit in my room, man, and just, and like, just bad thoughts.
1: Bad. The negativity seeps in. Yeah.
0: Negativity. It's, it's, I mean, it was already bad because I was like diagnosed with. Um, anxiety disorder and insomnia disorder so like Mm. i can't sleep really you know what i mean so
1: then when you can't sleep all you got is your thoughts
0: facts
1: yeah yeah my thoughts mental health i'm so glad mental health is at the forefront of our conversations these days because it's it's nothing to run from at all i sought therapy because i had a whole bunch of issues that i was letting build up build up build up i'm i'm probably one of the most optimistic people you ever meet i can see something negative and make it positive but I let so much stuff build up. I let a lot of business partners skate. I let a lot of people talk about me. And one day it reached a point where I put a pistol on the table in front of somebody and told them, no pistols. What's up? And I knew then that. It was time for me to deal with whatever I wasn't dealing with, which is basically me being Mr. Positive and optimistic and in front of people and on stage and having these rose-colored glasses, but behind the scenes, people stabbing you in the back, people talking trash about you. So one day in front of a room full of people, I just looked at a guy and said, you, what's up? Like, you know, because I heard some, I knew for a fact he had been talking about me. Gotcha. My point is, it wasn't until I got to therapy that the therapist told me, you know what, Brian? You got such a big heart. You want to help so many people. And as you get bigger and bigger, not just financially, but your brand, you're actually supposed to get your circle smaller. Mm. And I, as my brand got bigger, I made my circle bigger, which made more people take shots at, shots at you, which is people that you so-called care about. They're supposed to so-called care about you. That one tip. As I got my brand bigger and my finances grew, you may want to look at making your circle smaller. That one tip changed my life, among other things you did. What was the tipping point for you? What's one or two things that made you say, you know what, life is worth living. I appreciate you for for saying that you met me, but what other things happened that made you say, life is worth living? Anything in particular?
0: First, and, first, and most importantly, man, God, man, God, God came and talked to me, man. Mm. Like, See me in my darkest moment, man. He, that' why I'm like, I'm, I'm like real big. I don't care where I go, who I'm talking to. Like, I'm always praising God, man. And uh, God is the main reason man. I'm still here.
1: Do you remember what he said? Do you remember what you
0: heard? So, um, during the point, like um, with, with, with the suicide thoughts came to me man and it's like when the spirit just the, the spirit of the living god man when that thing wake up inside of you man it's the best feeling ever
1: you just know it
0: yeah oh yeah man I, i'm talking about man i was happy man i started smiling just waking up like waking up with purpose like you know what i mean was it
1: just out the blue was it just one day over time like like was it was it uh, something you can did de- like have a direct connotation to or was it over time
0: well, I mean, uh, over time, you know, like, I was building a relationship. But, no, it was one particular time, man, when I was, like, a dark moment, man. I was um, in the shower. And I called the Holy Ghost in the shower, man. Really? Yep. I got, I'm talking about, at that point, I was very low. Very low, man. I'm talking about low, man. I was, my self-esteem, everything. Low, man. Holy Spirit came upon me, man. And, and he told me my purpose. Showed hey. me my purpose.
1: And what was that at that time? What was your purpose? What did he show you? What did you see?
0: My, uh, my purpose is to um, help help people, like, come out of those situations. Mm. To, to help them, show them the way that that God, man, you put God first in your life, man, and, and, and he'll change your life, man. So, so I'm more of an encourager. Like, if I see somebody a stranger or something, you know, like, we get to talking, and it always go to that. Really? It goes to that every time. He's using you as a vessel. Man. Yeah. So like, like that's my gift, man. He used me, you know what I mean? Like to help people. Cause you don't know what people are going through.
1: No, you don't. You don't. Like, you know what I mean? I, always, I I read a meme or I heard this somewhere, but just be kind to everybody, cause you never know what kind of day a person is having. Right. You know. I remember when uh, Kobe Bryant passed away, about a week before my father passed away, and it was it was of course news for months, and of course I mourned the death of Kobe's passing, but I knew at the time my father may be transitioning soon, and I'll never forget. I got on an airplane and everybody around us, I was flying back home. My father was transitioning. I knew he had a few days left. I was flying back to Atlanta before I went back to Memphis. And I never forget, everybody was talking about Kobe, And I was saying to myself, if they only knew what I was going through at that exact same time. And what I, and what I did was I checked myself and I said, you know what? I never know what somebody else is going through at the exact same time. Kobe Bryant's death was tragic. I cried for Kobe, of course I cried for my father, and it was, I was just saying to myself, I'm getting on a plane literally going home to rush back to sit by my father's side, bedside and watch him transition. My point is be kind to everybody because even if a person's having a bad day, you don't know what they're going through at home. Even if a person looks like they're having a good day, you don't know what they're going through internally. Even if a person's having a terrible day, you don't know the kind of life they have lived. I do the best I can to be non-judgmental. And I think that's the word that everybody should should, should uh, learn today is be non-judgmental. So, so you say it hits you every time you talk to somebody, that discussion is one that comes up.
0: Man, I'm telling you, every time, they don't ever fail. Man, we could be talking about basketball or something, and it just just even like talking about you know fellowshipping man it's it's just an awesome thing man it's a big part of my life man Like
1: so let's say some people right now tj there's somebody right now depressed they don't know where their life is taking them they feel like they can't overcome what they've been through give me two tips two tips that took you out of it or two tips you can give them this is that conversation right now
0: so uh first thing uh i would tell them like you're going through all this stuff right And, and you're focusing on that take your focus off what you're going through and put your focus on god man mm. and and he will lead and guide you through through that depression there is nothing that god can't do mm. like he, he bought to this world to, to to be more than conquerors man that's biblical more A- than conquerors man
1: absolutely so look to the word
0: yeah oh yeah definitely um and i mean some people you know like uh, they don't uh, they might not have that faith to do that. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to seek out uh, seek help. Talk to someone. Got to. Talk to someone. Man.
1: You got to get some counseling.
0: It's a, it's a suicide hotline, guys. Uh, it's people out there that, 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 that are willing to help you. man. You're not alone in this world. Like Remember that.
1: Once you had that thought, did it
0: ever uh, revisit itself?
1: Duh. The one time you had the gun in your lap, you had that suicidal thought, has it ever come back up? Are you, are you, is that something that you struggle with since then or once you got the spirit, got the word, it's never happened again? Because there's some people who may be able to deal with it temporarily, but then those thoughts keep coming back. Right. Did it revisit itself at all?
0: No, nah, after that, after that encounter, man, I was good. It was it? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I got a purpose.
1: So here's a good question. What's something you do now on a daily basis? What's something people can do on a daily basis to make sure that they don't revisit that? In other words, what did you do to make sure you didn't revisit it? Obviously, stay, stay, keep your connection with God close. Have a goal or a dream. You talked about that earlier. How important is that to maintain some kind of daily regimen? Because not having a daily regimen is what kind of got you in this mindset in the first place. How important is it now that you maintain some kind of daily regimen?
0: Uh, It's it's very important because... With, with, the, with the daily routines and tasks my, my mind is on that it's not uh, I'm not I'm not letting my mind like like bringing that negativity absolutely that, that negative energy so just being positive man looking forward to the day man and, and completing your tasks and uh, going home and getting a good night's rest man <laughs> that, that has helped me like having having like a routine now where I, I uh, get up read my daily word get myself together for the day man just doing that uh, compared to just waking up and just having negative thoughts, just sitting there and not doing that. You got to take action.
1: Take action. I love it. I love it, man. You gotta, you gotta,
0: I love uh, it. You got to take action, man. And uh, that's helped me along the way, man. And that's why I'm still here to this day, man.
1: Absolutely. I got the owl sitting here, man. This, was, this is a trip because the owl in the Instinct series is always trained on how the owl has the ability to see through darkness, right? The mm-hmm. owl has the ability to see through darkness. And owl is uh, synonymous with, uh, has a certain mystique about him with evil, but the owl is also synonymous mm-hmm. with with wisdom. And you told me recently that you reached out to an a, a icon in the game, well he reached out to you, Neo Davis. Yes, man. Right? You talk about changing your environment, you talk about meeting individuals like myself and hanging out, but talk about the importance of connecting with people like Neo and, and what did he say to you? I met Neo one time at an all-white event hosted by David Shands, a real cool guy. Haven't had the pleasure of working with him, but what did he say to you in the inbox?
0: So, I'm, I'm going to go back to the back story. So, I first seen Neo on a uh, David Shams Not your Podcast challenge. Okay. And uh, I had seen him on your page because I didn't even know what David Sands was. And then Neo came over there. He lit up the room, man.
1: Hey, he's he a great speaker. He lit
0: up the room. I'm like, man, this is guy? Who's <laughs>
1: this <is> guy?
0: <laughs> so I go to Instagram. But, like, I follow him. And then uh, he just be posting, like, good stuff, man. So I just was interacting, you know, on his posts. And uh, he D, uh, um, uh, DM me. And uh, he was asking me some questions, you know, about, like, um, what I see myself like six months like uh, what I want to do how much how much income I want to make and like my purpose and things like that man and uh he was a very open guy and he sent me a a free webinar thing man it's like writing down your goal is like putting in the plan because it's certain levels and I'm not at the level like like you guys are at right now but but I want to get there so oh you'll be there and he gave me that game plan, man. So I really appreciate
1: that, man. Man, surround yourself. Shout out to Neil Davis. Shout out to David Shands, two icons in the industry, man. And, and it's all about changing your environment. Your, your, your environment is the mental ground from which all things grow. And if you're around negative people and sometimes your own negative thoughts, that's all you stuck with. But now, man, you get around people like Neil Davis, David Shands, you, they elevate your vision. And now you become a walking embodiment of what you've seen. Because once you see
0: something, you can't unsee
1: it. Like, you, you can't unsee it, man.
0: I, I love looking at that like looking at you stuff every day, man. Like, that's part of my day. Absolutely. Like, being positive and like, and like seeing that I, like, I know I can do it. Absolutely. And then, and then like them actually telling you.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, yeah, man, that's what.
1: We're going to do something together for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to keep doing what we're doing for, right. for sure. You know what? Let's talk to the military real quick. You, you had a regimen. You knew what to wear, you knew what to do, and not having that kind of put you into that state. If you had to talk to the military or people that make decisions, what would you say to them to help veterans like yourself not go through that? If you ask some advice for the military, we need to do what? They need to do what?
0: I would say definitely if you plan on getting out, have a have a game plan. Have a game plan on something that you want to do when you get out. Because if you just get out and think, uh, think of life, just going to just normal it's not man mm. it's nice it's a whole another world outside of that military lifestyle because the military folks we call uh, you guys civilians so like, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> we civilians know, yeah. <laughs> yeah so civilian life man just i would say just have a plan in place like know what you want to do when you get out man mm. and uh go ahead and set you up a routine you know so you won't have to fall in that trap like i did.
1: absolutely you mentioned real quick a very important topic before we go that i think every parent needs to show every child. You were bullied growing up.
0: I was, I was. I was bullied, man. I want to say I was bullied through uh, whole through elementary and first part of middle school. So about 13, 14. As a child, man, I was bullied, man.
1: And did you learn to stand up for you? When we say bullied, we talking about verbally, we talking about physically. Let's identify bullying because these days people bully you online. People, adults get bullied. What kind of, I want to help some children that were that age right now. I want to help some parents, help some children. What did that do to your self-esteem?
0: Man, my self-esteem was low, man. It was, it was terrible, you know, because I, I mean, I grew up, you know, kind of like a low-income family, so I ain't had like no nice clothes and shoes like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I go to school with, you know, with what, what you I could, had. yeah. And just guys, you know, like they try to rough you up and stuff like that, because I mean, I was, I was like a little flimsy kid, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> I understand. So, I mean, you're a flimsy kid, you know, like you're around people who don't have your best interests. So, like. They they want to push you around, you know, talk trash to you all day and stuff like that. Mm. Saying, saying, like, saying bad things about your parents and things like that. But uh, I would say, man, any kid, man, hey, man, just stand up for yourself, man.
1: Stand up for yourself. And to the kids that may be doing the bullying, y'all need to understand and watch this. And parents who have kids who may be doing bullying, you need to find out what side of the spectrum your child is on. But your words matter. You know what I mean? Your words matter. Even as an adult, your words matter. The fact that he stayed in touch with somebody like myself, Neil Davis, David Shands, got inspired by different people, and I'm not even my, I don't even consider myself an influencer, but, but the bottom line is our words matter because it had an impact on people like yourself. As a child, their words matter because it, had an impact, it has impact on another child. As adults, our words matter. So period, point blank, words matter, and you can tear a child down. I tell adults and children, C-U-P, compliment, uplift, praise. When you meet a person, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to find something nice to say about you. I'm going to let you ruin the experience if I, if you choose to not be the person I thought you were. But I'm going to give you a compliment. I'm going to uplift you and I'm going to praise you. And that's all done with the interaction within the first five to 15 minutes of me meeting a person. Now, whether or not they destroy that right. remains to be seen. Whether or not I was wrong, I've been wrong a lot of times. But my intent is to be honorable and compliment uplift and praise c-u-p and when you do that as a child man and look for something good in everybody then that child grows up to be a productive adult and that cycle duplicates just like a negative cycle would now i know you a hell of a baller this sports this sports pool i remember one day you told me if we, if me and makai which is my son go to the court if you and makai go to the court y'all not coming off did sports help you with your self-esteem? Man, what did
0: it? <laughs> hey, so here's a funny thing, man. So where I grew up, it was like a big circle. So like, uh, so like all my uh, friends from back home, they were all good at basketball. Football was my first love, you know. So hmm. like, I would always get picked last or not picked at all, cause like I didn't know how to play basketball. They were like, man, you doubling, you're traveling. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, man, what is that? I don't know what that is?
1: <laughs> Too many <So>,
0: steps. <laughs> man, I made it my mission. I practice and practice and practice, man. I got, I, got, I got very good, man. I was blessed to uh, play high school, uh, play a little college ball, and, uh, and in the Air Force. Really? Yes, at a, uh, uh, at a uh, very high level in the Air Force. Uh, so um, the military has conferences like uh, college basketball.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, every year they have the national tournament. And, man, I was blessed to play in the championship game, man. Even though we didn't win, but I was very blessed to play in the championship game, man, starting point guard. Smallest uh, dude out there.
1: So you're telling me a kid that went from, when <laughs> the streets, what we call up and down, <laughs> and professionally it's, you know, traveling, right. you went from up and down, not knowing how to take two steps minimum, to playing at a high level in the military, yes. or oh, the championship team, yes, I mean, in the tournament. Yes. Awesome man! Oh, absolutely
0: man, that 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 helped my self esteem because when you're good in sports, you know everybody. Hey, right, hey, look at that guy! Like, to days, <laughs> back on, like, they- I still remember because uh, so back home it's two schools called Statesboro and Portal.
1: Okay. Right?
0: And it's always been a rivalry, and Statesboro always beat Portal.
1: Wait, which one were you on? Uh, Portal. Portal. Okay. Okay.
0: But here's the thing. So uh, my 12th grade year, we beat Statesboro at the come on, State University. come on man, come on man. So, Come on, man. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, we beat them because uh, it was so funny because I had played for Statesboro, too. I, like, <laughs> but I played for them, right? So, Not I, you on both right, sides. Right. So, like, both sides of the for so, me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're going to make up for all them years of low self-esteem. I'm going to have this whole audience, audience, Coliseum, on both sides cheering for me. Win, lose, or draw. Yeah, man,
0: we beat them twice that year, man. First time ever in history. That's
1: awesome, man. Yes. You know what I tell people before we go? I want everybody to hear this children teenagers adults elderly every storm you go through any dark period do you know what I think it really is honestly just my two cents God is giving you a story to tell as long as you get through what it is you're going through what God is really doing is giving you a rolodex of stories and narratives to tell your children so you can prepare them better for what they're inevitably going to go through you know what i mean so in other words god uses us as shining examples and will put you through some stuff because i want you to think about this tj had you not gone through anything what are you going to do with your child when they go through something if life is peachy and roses and nothing happens and everything was just always on up and up That's why a lot of people who haven't been through anything, they can't handle it when they go through something. People like you and I that have been through some stuff, we can pass on that narrative and that story to our children and help them go through what they're going to go through. It's not a question of if, it's when. So anytime I go through something tough, I say, okay, what's the lesson in this? What am I supposed to learn? What's the experience I'm supposed to gather so I can teach my, my car? You know what I mean? So you went through that for a reason, man. You're here talking to people for a reason. I love the fact that you feel like every time you meet a person, that conversation will end up coming up because you went through it to become a vessel to save somebody.
0: Absolutely,
1: man. I love you, man. I love you too. too, And I'm super proud of you, man. I'm super (laughs) proud of you. Hey, real quick, you know, it is the Instincts podcast. We got to talk about this animal thing. Uh, If you had to compare yourself to one animal out of the whole jungle, the safari, the wilderness, the wild, What animal do you kind of compare yourself with and why?
0: I feel like a lion. lion king of the jungle, man. Just, like, going through what I went through and and, uh, being able to come out on top, man. And everything, everything that tried to beat me and, like, defeat me, I I, I came back and overcame it. So I I feel like a lion, man. I love it. I feel like a lion. And one thing, uh, E.T., the hip-hop preacher, like, he's always, like, like the lion, right? Everybody <laughs> wanna be a beast until it's time to do what um, beasts do, man. Beast mode. So I correlate with that.
1: Love it. I love it, man. You can't go wrong with the king of the jungle. That's a all fact. Right. So. Now, speaking of that, I was blessed with 20 acres of land out here at Bean Acres. What we gonna do with your 40 acres? <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard enough time with my team hiring people. It's tractors up there right now. We're getting the amphitheater bit over here. We're getting some more ducks. We're about to die the pond.
0: I'm about to do all kinds of stuff.
1: What are we going to do with your 40, man? Leave me a corner, man.
0: (laughs) Leave you a corner, man. Hey, that's definitely my next task, man. I want to get that going. Isn't it cool? I want to get that going. Land
1: development. Yes. Leaving something you can pass down to your children. This is the best decision I ever made to purchase this acreage because not only did it expand my vision, it's helping to show individuals that you can own something, you can start with nothing, and you can build anything you want Including equity.
0: Absolutely.
1: Hey, man, save me a corner, please. I got you. All right, man. <laughs> Where can they find you, TJ? What's your handle?
0: Uh, so, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, uh, Tommy Busby Jr.
1: Tommy Busby Jr., man. You guys
0: go follow me, man. Like, subscribe. All <laughs> uh, that. Hey,
1: what's your podcast? <laughs> Tell them. All
0: right. Oh, okay. Uh, definitely my uh, new venture that I'm trying out. Uh,
1: no, we scratch that. We ain't trying out. Uh, we're going, to, we're going to take the word try out of our vocabulary. Let's get this straight right now. This is my protege, so I can talk to him like that. To try is to make an excuse for not doing before you even make an attempt. All right? To try is to make an excuse for not doing before you even make an attempt. We're not going to try it out. We're launching our podcast.
0: I'm launching Tommy Talks Podcast.
1: And what's the, what, what is it about? Who, who, what can we look for?
0: So Tommy Talks Podcast, it, uh, it's, uh, it's going to help every avenue of, of, of like human life, man. I call it the four Fs. Faith, Family, Fitness, and Finances. Nice. Yeah. So, I, I, I prayed about it, man. I was like, I was like, what? You know, like, what's my nick? And then, guy was like, those four pillars. You know, touching on that, like having people come on who are expertise in those areas, in those different areas, man, to uh, help people, man.
1: There's that voice again.
0: And, and help every area of life, man. So, that's my that's my mission going, going with that.
1: And he hit you with the four Fs. Yeah, All four right. F's. So, I'm gonna put this on camera. You're gonna save me a corner on the 40 acres. I'm
0: gonna save you a corner.
1: And save me one slot before you blow up. Dude, I gotta catch you while it's free. <laughs> save me one slot on the podcast for oh, me to do an interview with your boy. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, man. This is TJ Busby. Y'all make sure y'all follow him on all platforms, and he's living proof that everybody has a story that belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Man, you inspire me, man. All
0: right. Hey, you inspire me Don't too, you
1: ever man. have those thoughts again. Serve. Oh, let's definitely. let's give back what we were given. That's a life worth living. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.